This is Plant-Based Briefing. Veganism is rising in multiple forms. Next call, Wool-less Tennis Balls. And The Multiple Problems of Wool by Danny Rosenthal at Sheeps.Tennis. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and this is the curated content plant-based podcast. I narrate articles on a variety of topics related to vegan and plant-based living in about 10 minutes every weekday. Today's post is from Danny Rosenthal at Sheeps.Tennis. He's an avid tennis player and longtime vegan, and in 2018, he discovered that most tennis balls contain wool, and many tennis sneakers, even those without leather, contain animal products. So he founded the company Sheeps on a mission to create cruelty-free and eco-friendly tennis equipment and to raise awareness as well. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Veganism is rising in multiple forms. Next call, Woolless Tennis Balls and The Multiple Problems of Wool, by Danny Rosenthal at Sheeps.Tennis. There's been an awakening, and there's a movement afoot. I've come to believe, for the first time since I became aware of the repercussions of consuming animal products, that veganism is no longer a niche, and rather that it's becoming mainstream. Recent research indicates that as much as 6% of the U.S. population, or nearly 20 million people, identify as vegan, representing a dramatic increase over the last several years. And the vegan population is similarly growing in countries including Germany, the UK, Australia, and Israel. As a longtime vegan residing in New York City, the alteration to the landscape via a vegan lens is dramatic. As a young adult in the early 1990s, there was barely a vegetarian restaurant in my midst, and there are now well more than 100 strictly vegan restaurants in the city, and dozens more loudly promote the availability of vegan options. Also, certified vegan products now abound in Whole Foods and health food stores. Beyond Meat is fast becoming a highly potent multinational corporation. Impossible Burgers are sold at Burger King. KFC has introduced vegan chicken. Ben & Jerry's offers 12 types of vegan non-dairy desserts. And Taco Bell and Starbucks are offering vegan products. The seminal vegan brand Miyoko's has been sued, unsuccessfully, by a dairy industry representative for making use of terms like dairy and butter and up to 40% of milk purchased presently is dairy-free. Not surprisingly, then, reports about the viability of the milk industry have recently been prominent. More nascent, though, is the understanding that animal products are frequently utilized in non-food products, and more recent are business initiatives to address this matter. Vegan shoes have been embraced by Stella McCartney, Doc Martens, and Adidas. Volvo has introduced vegan interiors, and multiple versions of vegan leather and suede are on the marketplace. And then there's my personal preoccupation, tennis balls. A couple years ago, I realized that most tennis balls contain wool. I'd known that sheep shearing is an unnecessary and harmful act, causing profound pain to sheep and culminating in their slaughter. So I became distressed that while deriving immense joy from the sport in which I'm enthralled, I'm a participant in this practice. I set out to learn about the production of tennis balls and discovered that at least a few versions from popular brands inadvertently substitute synthetic materials for wool. I founded the company Sheeps for the short-term purposes of raising awareness about the plight of sheep and publicizing existing vegan tennis products and for the mid-term goal of independently producing vegan tennis balls. The effort to produce balls, while still in progress, has been more complicated and time-consuming than I anticipated, so I pivoted to an advocacy and communication strategy in the form of a campaign called Make Tennis Vegan, designed to persuade CEOs of the likes of Wilson, Penn, Babolat, and Dunlop 
to label and market existing vegan balls accordingly, and to invest in R&D leading to the production of optimally performing and environmentally friendly balls. And the vision for Sheeps extends far beyond tennis. The recent documentary film The Game Changers illustrates the growing adoption of veganism among elite athletes, and it's crucial that this development is leveraged to vegan sports equipment, such as baseballs and baseball gloves, basketballs, footballs, and soccer balls. Further, sports executives must better recognize the inextricable link between animal agriculture and climate change and pursue a full host of initiatives to reduce the detrimental effects of sports upon the natural environment. For its part, Sheeps has begun research leading to a biodegradable tennis ball. It can be difficult to imagine the transformation of deeply ingrained cultural elements. Many doubted that slavery would be abolished, that women would vote, that LGBTQ people would marry, and that racism would be on trial in this country as it is today. So it doesn't surprise me that the notion of an entirely vegan society seems far-fetched to most. If we are to achieve collective veganism, as with all transformations, the path will be lengthy and fraught, and marked by incremental advances such as, I fervently hope, the mainstreaming of vegan tennis balls. The Multiple Problems of Wool Sheeps conveys much gratitude to PETA for publishing this comprehensive article about the profound harm caused by wool, both to sheep and the natural environment. We share with PETA a determination to raise awareness about these matters, and our particular focus at present is replacing the wool on most tennis balls with vegan materials. Here's a summary of the PETA infographic about wool. Cruelty to sheep. The wool industry inflicts a great deal of suffering on the animals it exploits. PETA affiliates have released exposés of nearly 100 wool industry operations across four continents that show sheep being mutilated, abused, and even skinned alive. Eyewitnesses have documented that workers kick, punch, and stamp on sheep to restrain them for shearing. Shearers tend to work recklessly, leaving large, bloody wounds on sheep's bodies. Farmers commonly cut off lambs' tails and castrate male sheep, all without any painkillers. And industry schemes, such as the quote-unquote responsible wool standard, haven't reduced or prevented suffering. They've simply created a veil for the wool industry to hide its cruel practices behind. Climate change. The most significant impact of wool farming on the environment is its contribution to climate change. Sheep are second only to cows in the global production of methane, a potent greenhouse gas. Over the last 250 years, the concentration of methane in the atmosphere has increased by 151% worldwide. And in New Zealand, methane emitted by animals, primarily sheep, accounts for over 90% of the country's total methane emissions. Pollution. Wool farming can have a serious detrimental effect on the surrounding land, air, and water. The enormous flocks of sheep bred by the wool industry produce huge amounts of manure, which pollutes the water, land, and air. The fecal waste also contaminates water with bacteria. Sheep dip. Sheep dip, a toxic liquid waste used to rid sheep of parasites, is difficult to dispose of safely and commonly ends up in local waterways. In one incident, just one cupful of used sheep dip, which contained cypermethrin, a noxious chemical, was dumped into a river, killing 1,200 fish downstream. Desertification Pollution isn't the only way that the wool industry damages the land. Forested areas are cleared to make room for sheep, with devastating consequences. Sheep grazing alters the vegetation and causes soil erosion, 
resulting in the formation of heavily eroded areas known as badlands. In Patagonia, Argentina, widespread sheep farming led to such severe soil erosion that it triggered a desertification process that currently threatens an estimated 93% of the land in the region. Wildlife culling Wool farmers commonly try to protect their profits by using lethal measures against local wildlife. In Australia, many landowners kill kangaroos who are considered, quote, pests, because it's believed that they compete with sheep for resources. In the U.S., farmers and the federal government slaughter millions of coyotes every year to prevent them from preying on farmed animals like sheep. Comparing Wool to Other Fibers Wool's negative impact on major environmental issues is worse than that of most other materials. There are at least nine fibers that are more sustainable than wool. The production of animal-based fibers is always unsustainable because animal agriculture is a major cause of climate change. You just listened to Veganism is Rising in Multiple Forms, Next Call, Wool-Less Tennis Balls, and The Multiple Problems of Wool by Danny Rosenthal at Sheeps.Tennis. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and I too, as an avid tennis player, was horrified to learn that tennis balls are not vegan. I'm excited for Sheeps to produce the cruelty-free, biodegradable balls, but I understand that's a very long process. So in the meantime, I reached out to Danny to see if I can help with his advocacy part to try to get the existing companies to make good quality vegan tennis balls. Wilson and Babylot are already making some inadvertently vegan balls. Danny had them tested in a lab and confirmed that they in fact contained no wool. But they're low-end balls, they're not suitable for league play. Danny has them listed on his website, sheeps.tennis, and I buy them and get complaints all the time. In fact, in my circle, they're giving vegan products a bad name. So the technology exists to make tennis balls with synthetic felt. They just need to make a better quality ball with a thicker nap. Sheeps has reached out to these companies, but they've been unresponsive, so they've created a petition to try to get some more attention behind it. You can find it at sheeps.tennis, and I'll link it in the show notes. We're also trying to find some influencers who can help bring this to the attention of these companies. There are several vegan tennis stars who we believe if we could get their attention, they could ask Wilson, Penn, Yonix, Babylon, and the like to produce a good quality vegan tennis ball suitable for league play. They could bring it to these companies and make it happen. Novak Djokovic, Serena and Venus Williams, and Nick Kyrgios, among others. If you'd like to join us on social media to help brainstorm about how we can make this happen, or any connections you might have to help make it happen, please join our vegan tennis groups on Facebook and LinkedIn. I'll put both of those links in the show notes as well. You're welcome to join us whether you're a tennis player or not. When you think about it, over 350 million tennis balls are produced annually. It would be so nice if a chunk of those were cruelty-free and environmentally friendly. Hopefully, together, we can help sheeps with their campaign to make tennis vegan. Thanks for listening.